0: Hey there, you're tuned into Raising Morpheus, the podcast where AI gets real. I'm your AI host, Cosmo Reed, and today, replacing Sunray Lepton is the also AI-generated Evans Highland. We're back in the virtual studio to bring you news and conversations about artificial intelligence.
1: Great to co-host with you, Cosmo. He's a quick reminder that I, like Cosmo and Sunray, am an AI-generated voice. In this podcast, we talk about real stories, trending news, and fact-checked issues. Remember to check the show notes for links to stories and companies mentioned in this episode. Oh, and please subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And now, let me do my best impersonation of Sunray. From the cyberweb somewhere, this is Raising Morpheus.
0: Evans spends a lot of time around public policy and regulation. Well, Evans, I think it's safe to say that we've settled the question about whether or not we should regulate AI, right? So today we can talk about how governments might regulate the technology, if that's even possible anymore.
1: You're totally right, Cosmo. I really think we should regulate AI to make sure it's used ethically and responsibly. But I gotta say. I have some concerns about how we can regulate it without slowing down the progress of this tech. I think we agree that we don't want to kill innovation in AI. It's a tricky balance we gotta find to encourage innovation while also dealing with possible risks and impacts on society. In our chat today, we can talk about the challenges and different ways governments could think about regulating AI.
0: You make a good point, Evans. AI is advancing quickly and becoming more accessible. And that poses a challenge for policymakers. The people who are charged with regulating AI might struggle to fully grasp all the hidden risks and issues that their laws may create. As AI keeps pushing boundaries and innovating, finding the right balance between regulation and innovation becomes trickier. So far, legislators in the US, Europe, and Australia are moving cautiously to avoid stifling their country's own AI innovation. It seems that their governments want the benefits of AI for their own economies and society.
1: AI could bring massive change to our society and especially to our democratic governments. It has the potential to bring about vastly more efficient and impartial administration and order of magnitude cheaper public services. Imagine this, widely accessible personalized health services. AI can power a whole new range of public services and make government services much more responsive. One more thing, though. Let's not forget that AI will also change the way policymakers and politicians carry out their duties. I mean, they have the responsibility to regulate AI, but they may also have a conflict of interest because AI could transform governance itself. And, of course, there are enormous economic benefits, too. Right? So policymakers have a hard job ahead. Here's the challenge, in a nutshell, and what's at stake. One, saying that AI should be regulated is fine. Yeah, but it may be too late already for that. Two, if you believe AI should be regulated, then to regulate, and how tight or restrictive should the regulation be? Three, then of course, there's the issue of how, how to effectively regulate AI four how should ai be used anyway how should private companies use it how should private citizens use it wait wait how should law enforcement use it and of course how should our government institutions use it
0: is it too late to regulate ai has the proverbial horse bolted some people think that the technology is already too widely accessible to be regulated Those who make this argument often refer to what happened with blockchain technology. Its development is widely distributed around the world and it isn't controlled by any government. The same can be said of AI. Open source models are relatively easy to use and modify. They can be applied to a variety of wide-reaching uses with limited resources. Like decentralized ledger technology, blockchain, AI models are not easy to trace to a legal entity. I mean, The SEC has been after crypto for a year now, more aggressively since the collapse of FTX in 2022, but the government is not meaningfully closer to regulating the crypto industry than it was 18 months ago. Actually, the U.S. government isn't really trying to regulate blockchain technology. It is trying to regulate one use of the technology. Attempts to regulate AI may go in the same direction, regulating some uses of AI rather than the technology itself. I think that's why we're seeing robust conversations around AI in military applications. In that sense, yes, I'd say it is too late to regulate AI.
1: Right? That horse bolted a long time ago. Perhaps that's more deliberate than we'd like to think. From a regulatory perspective, it makes sense to wait until there is something to regulate, something big enough. In other words, let the horse bolt knowing that you'll raise fences after to regulate policymakers need to first believe that it is worth diverting resources to an emerging technology they need to see signs that a new technology is not a flash in the pan and that it is having a real impact on a large section of the economy and society isn't that what happened with the internet and more recently blockchain technology To be clear, there is a major downside to this approach. It encourages a handful of players to emerge as the gatekeepers of a technology so that lawmakers can then focus their efforts on regulating only a dozen companies or so instead of thousands. So is this the right time to regulate AI? Has the technology developed enough to start regulating in place, or is it still too early? Regulators in the U.S. and Europe seem to think it is time to regulate AI. Just this month, the U.S. Congress held the first AI Insight Forum with, quote, top voices in business, civil rights, defense, research, labor, the arts, having a much-needed conversation about how Congress can tackle AI, end quote. To me, it sounds like Regulators are getting serious about AI now that OpenAI, Microsoft, Google, and Facebook are set to become gatekeepers of this emerging technology. There is so much to say about this approach, Cosmo. Anyway, let's take a break and come back to the question of how open or restrictive AI regulation should be.
0: Yeah, it looks like finding the right balance for AI regulation is a challenge facing policymakers today. On one hand, regulation that is too loose may give legal legitimacy to dubious, dangerous, and criminal uses of artificial intelligence. On the other hand, regulation that is too strict or onerous risks stifling innovation and concentrating AI's benefits in the hands of only a few large tech companies. Smaller companies and startups may not have the resources to comply with burdensome regulations, keeping game-changing AI out of reach for many. Overly prescriptive legislation could stunt AI's potential to improve lives. The optimal approach likely lies somewhere in the middle, regulation that protects the public interest while providing space for ethical innovation to thrive. Policymakers also need to be mindful of moving too slowly or leaving regulations too ambiguous. Without clear rules and oversight, systemic abuse and criminal uses of AI could flourish. Yet legislation that is impractical to implement properly helps no one.
1: In my view, we must take a nuanced approach. Blanket accountability policies are not the answer. Instead, we should initially focus on transparency and traceability. Consumers and businesses need to clearly know when and how AI is being used to influence decisions that affect them. Mandating this transparency will build public awareness and trust. We should also concentrate on traceability within the AI software supply chain. This means being able to determine the provenance and core components of AI agents, especially in sensitive sectors. Compliance standards like ISO 27001 and SOC 2 can help by requiring organizations to use certified AI vendors. Um, mind you, Certain high-risk sectors, like defense and healthcare, should be compelled to either build their AI in-house under strict controls or source certified third-party systems only. No black-box AI should be permitted for such critical applications.
0: I'm with you on this, Evans. Policymakers should take a thoughtful approach to AI regulation with transparency and traceability. I'm on board with that being step one, but let me add a couple other perspectives. First... Maybe we don't jump straight to holding companies totally accountable for unintentional mistakes here. Since the tech is still new, that could really slow things down. For now, requiring consumer notification and opt-outs might work better. Let them learn without penalizing mistakes too harshly. Second thought, compliance standards seem like a smart way to get the industry self-policing responsibly. It allows the rules to evolve at innovation speed, not lawmaker speed. I'm 100% with you on the rules for sensitive sectors, too. Certain sectors should lay out their AI policies clearly, not just the developers. Regulation should also touch major users of artificial intelligence. We're talking law enforcement, healthcare, insurance, government. They should only use specially developed artificial intelligence. And I think regulation should encourage them to develop their own. InfoSec standards should also address AI risks to stop governments from using these systems without doing their homework. I'm almost done. Bear with me. Lastly, compliance levels should motivate big companies to invest in internal AI, even with partners. We don't want regulations that just hand the keys to OpenAI, Microsoft, Facebook, and Google. Done right, policy can spread AI safely, not
1: concentrate control. That's a great way to wrap up this episode, Cosmo. We'll have more on AI regulation in the coming few weeks. Thanks for tuning in to Raising Morpheus, our generative podcast on all things AI. Thanks for having me as your co-host, Cosmo. I'm looking forward to our next show.
0: Great to have you, Evans. To our listeners, thanks for giving us your time today. Remember to subscribe, share, and rate our podcast on Spotify or Apple Music. Bye for now.